This week on the podcast, YouTubers are not your friends, and Twitter is no place to learn social skills. Seriously, guys. Seriously, just, just learn, learn to be a normal person. That's all. That's all I ask. Hello and welcome to a very, very late episode of the Brave Room. <laughs> so we were going to record this episode last night. And I noticed Kit was being somehow less participative than usual. It turns out her microphone had died. And so our bunker episode had to be turned into an IRL episode because I had to drag the whole setup back into the office to record it. Hooray! Clap, 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 clap. If you're listening to this, don't forget to leave a comment thanking Ben, our editor, for somehow getting this episode out on time. <laughs> because we are hilariously off schedule today. And uh, with that, like, what, what were we talking about last night? We wanted to chat about the whole parasocial relationships with Sparkle, Sounds, TM. So yeah, so here's the thing, right? Mm-hmm. Like, internet people are weird. Yeah, they are. They- In- internet people are freaking weird. And I say this as someone who you may, like listeners, I may have alluded to this several times, but I'm o- I am probably older than you think. So I've been around for the early years of the internet, you know, where everyone dreamed that they would randomly get picked up and work at and work at Rooster Teeth or something. <laughs> my first internet experience was the good old data at my dad's office on the CRT monitor because yeah, that was old as heck. To be fair though, a lot of people were still using CRT monitors like like it's all a matter of how much tech you have, but that's besides the point. The, the main the main point is is that like with the existence of the internet celebrity, I think the that's the huge the huge change, right? Is like how how we reacted around them. Yeah, I had to make do with Dala for like maybe at the very least ten to fifteen years or so. So, you did not deal with dial-up for 15 years. Okay, okay, I didn't. That's an exaggeration. But yeah, the speed was like pretty much comparable because broadband wasn't really a thing. So I didn't really have much experience with the whole... Oh god, do you remember Friendster? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, like, Let's see, that, that, okay, wait, hold on. Let's, yeah. On that topic, Friendster is still people around you. Like... They, you never went out and added some rando from like California or something on Friendster. Yeah, but like as an example of the social medias back then, those were the kind of things where they would ask you for, hey, put a testimonial on my Friendster page. And uh, some yeah. people would try their hands at HTML or that, or the young coders in Neopets, you know, that kind of thing. Yeah, that's that's a topic for internet. We're specifically talking about like the the whole parasocial thing. So but... yeah, so my experience back then, the whole follow popular internet person and follow their every move wasn't really a thing I thought that would come to fruition once the internet actually got more popular. Even though funnily enough, you would think that I would be more aware when I used to play MMOs and people were like, oh my god, see this person reaching the level cap after XXX hours. Okay, okay, that's, that's a good point to bring up. However, like, MMOs were like that, but you were never actually, like, you know, so, say for example, oh, this person, they have, you know, they're, they're like, the top 1% of, like, I don't know, Paladins, whatever, right? 
but you never actually had a chance to talk to them like unless you were in their guild like you were never going to go like oh hey you know hey dude monger 42 or they announced they were farming at some place some place because i remember there were gatherings when people ever hit the level cap so yeah yeah it's the the thing is the reason why we're having the whole parasocial topic is because like when you have, for example, YouTubers, yeah. their job is to make you think they're your friend. Uh-huh. And that's how that comes about. It's like, the problem is you drink too much of the Kool-Aid and now you're, <laughs> now you're like, oh no, but they're, they're totally my friend. They, they said so. I mean, PewDiePie calls me bro. He's, uh, he's speaking to me specifically. And that's what always weirds me out is like, okay, so, you know, I, again, like I said, I'm from the Rooster Thief era of where you know, the the dudes creating internet videos literally were just like a bunch of like dudes usually who would, who were working second jobs or something. And so they were they were a lot more down to earth and so you really didn't feel that divide. But I feel like YouTubers today, you know they're not the same species as you. <laughs> like, you know, like screw it. Like for example Jesse Cox. Mm-hmm. He is probably the most normal YouTuber out there, and yet here he is talking about. Oh yeah, you know, I'm producing this game now. I'm doing. <laughs> I I used to own an esports team, and then, and just like, oh yeah, we will never have the same experiences. But yet, you know, there's still. And then I'll see like people go up to people like PewDiePie and talk to them like, like they're like you know you think they live together or something with how familiar they were being. And it's like, oh no, <laughs> don't don't do that. Like one, I suppose uh, maybe Minecraft these days is one of the biggest things because one thing I didn't understand is that some of the biggest Minecraft YouTubers they have private accounts. Which okay, yeah, you're entitled to your privacy, but the fans who do get into those private accounts then post updates from your private accounts and like what is the point okay of see on that account? on that point that's that's the youtuber's problem like what the hell are you doing letting like i have a private account no one is allowed in <laughs> and so uh you know specifically for this reason like at that point it almost feels like a patreon tier it's just like oh you know if you're a tier at tier six you get to you get to access the the spicy account like that's just become part of your marketing if you're letting if you're letting fans in. Is uh, uh, my friend was trying to, was saying that it was like a way to interact with uh, was a smaller circle of fans and is I just don't get the appeal, you know? Well, I mean, obviously, if you're the fan, you know that's that's how you know you're you're actually their friend. They've they've let you in on the they've let you in on the account. <laughs> but yeah, no, at that point, it's not. At that point, I'd say that's YouTube as well, because that's you said you wanted a space to be free from to not have to be a public figure, and yet you let people in at that point. I think that's another important point to make about these personal relationships is that it's not just crazy fans; it's also creators have to be able to like set that boundary. I think uh, Hololive, I can't remember which member it was, had a really really good stream where you know, I and I hate this about streamers. Like people in stream chats where mm -hmm. there's always that one person who comes like oh my god i'm like suicidal and you guys are like saving me and the and the, 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 and it's always like you know it's you're making the party damn awkward 
<laughs> like every, everyone's just like, you know, what are we, what are we gonna do? We're we gonna make a fart joke while this person's telling their life story? No, but we also don't really want them there. <laughs> and uh, so the I can't remember which VTuber it was, but they were just kind of like, yo, stop, that's not my job though. I just, I'm just here to tell the joke. I think it was Marine actually. It's just like, yeah, this, I'm, I'm just here doing my job. Please. I think I saw, I did saw, see a clip about Corona also had a similar view of some sort. I feel like I've seen it's either Marini or Corona. It's either one of them. So it's, it's one of them and it's just like, yeah, you know, more... Like if you're a personality on the internet, you need to be good at drawing that boundary. Which sucks because not having that boundary is a good way to grow. <laughs> <laughs> because any YouTubing seminar that you go to will all start like, you have to build a personal connection with your, with your followers. You have to make them feel like you're their friend, which... And you know, go runs counter to stopping parasocial relationships. <laughs> it's kind of, it's kind of like you wish, you wish you could have the kind of viewer who come, you know, who just comes and is like, hey, I am looking to be entertained. You are a fun entertainer. Let us begin this business transaction. <laughs> but unfortunately, no. If you want growth, the like part of the game is going to have to be, you know, you're gonna have to use a bit of black magic there and be like. Hey, how are you guys? <laughs> oh, that's so cool. But yeah, no, just YouTuber fans are weird. No, listen, I, it's nice to find something you like, but at the very end of the day, you're still responsible for yourself, you know? This kind of a heavy thing, it's not good to depend on another person. It's hence the whole, yeah, boundaries, please. Thank you. Listen. I wouldn't tell the people I work with half of the stuff that goes on in my life. And that's like, what makes you think I would go into someone else's job instead? <laughs> like, would you tell the McDonald's lady about your day? No, you wouldn't. You'd say one large Big Mac, please. <laughs> um, could you actually, could you change the drink to a Diet Coke? Yeah. That's the extent of your, con of your conversation. At most, maybe if like, say for example, you were about to close, McDonald's was about to close and you come you come in like, you know, 10 minutes to closing time, drenched from the rain, you know, like, I'm so sorry, you know, you know my car broke down. That's okay to tell the McDonald's lady. <laughs> but in that case, the VTuber metaphor doesn't work because that never happens. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, like, I thought like it would, it would be something that would get better over time. Like, because again, like, you know, Early days internet, we didn't know, we didn't know what the rules were. But now, you know, interneting has been a thing for like at least ten years, and mm -hmm. now there's way more rules. Like nowadays, there are people who will come out and say, "Hey, no, you're being too, you're being too weird about this. You know, take take a step back and chill," which is great. And yet, I still see stuff like uh, what made me want to talk about this was I was on Reddit the other day. Uh -huh. and, oh, Reddit! What and, wonderful place to be at, I'm sure. <laughs> And the content creator I couldn't escape, no matter how hard I want to, was uh, this WoW streamer called Asman Gold. Uh. And so this comment on the WoW subreddit was just like, "Guys, Asman Gold's mom passed away. Uh, we need to all send him like good messages." I'm like, "No, that's his thing. Let him. That is not your job. You are just a five-year-old who watches him react to other people's videos. <laughs> like, chill out. Calm, calm down, there, buddy. That's not your job." that you can send condolences and all that but if yeah, but the, let give the guy some space please yeah that, that's literally not your position right now it was the same thing when 
the same thing when PewDiePie got married. Like I saw so many people like sharing photos of it, like if they were there, and I'm like, dude, PewDiePie is not your friend. Oh yeah, and stuff like, oh my god, were all the good YouTubers taken or straight or? Oh blah, yeah, that's blah, the, one, the one. The ones who want to date the YouTubers. That's that's the weirdest ones. <laughs> Like, yeah, no. Yeah, I, I mean, we were talking about the internet culture and all that. Isn't this the fantasy that idol stuff also sells? Yeah, but I feel like, like, the outside of the loony circle, the core idol fans, like, we all know. <laughs> we all know. Like, you know, haha, oh man, you know, Polka is, is such great wife material, but we all know. That's never gonna happen. The best you can do is find someone else who also thinks Polka is great wife material. <laughs> I love that one episode of Kakegurui, which is one of the girls. Her whole gimmick is being an idol, uh-huh. and so she's one of the school clubs like worships her like an idol. And it turns out she actually hates her fan base. She's like she keeps talking about how they're gross and sweaty <laughs> and, and everything. And then someone records it, and the crux of the episode is they're trying to blackmail her. Mm-hmm. And at the end, uh, at the end of the episode, like she said, she has a big gathering with her fans, and it plays. They play the recording because she because she lost the gamble, and she's like, "Holy shit, my my idol career is destroyed!" And the entire fans like stand up and applaud her, and the head of the club goes like, "Yo, like we never ask you to love us. Like we formed this club because we love you. We don't care. Like you know, we know we know that it it doesn't go both ways. So you you do what you want to do, but we're here. And I'm just like, holy shit, this." <laughs> This is a, uh, this is more mature than than most of the idol fans I see online. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that's a, that's the thing, man. If you if you're thinking like if you're thinking anyone on the internet is your friend, like dial it back. And I feel like it's not even YouTube, just YouTubers anymore. I see a lot of like popular artists on Twitter complaining about it as well. Where oh yeah, I swear Twitter DMs are good for nothing. <laughs> I mean, DMs are like, uh, um, can you please do, uh, give me some free art, Yeah, yeah, no. Or, or like, uh, there was one wild thing where I saw this person who has done giveaways before and said, can you please uh, credit in some currency for me since you've given so, been so generous with giveaways before? Like, who are you to ask that? <laughs> Excuse me? Okay, I think like the worst thing Twitter does for the parasocial thing is it makes you think there is a passive relationship point builder with Twitter. Like everything's like because you know if you want to be friends in the real world, you have to go. Like I can't sit next to to Ben for example for two years and then not never speaking a word to him <laughs> and then two years and be like, hey, wanna be my best man? <laughs> Like no, that is that's not how that works. But Twitter gives you that feeling because you're you're constantly seeing other people's tweets and stuff. So you're like, oh man, it's like I'm there. It's like it's as if I was here telling you about my second divorce, and because you were in the room, that means we have that relationship now. It's like no, actually, I was yelling at a wall, and you just happened to have your ear pressed to the other side of the wall, <laughs> and be really good at making out the sounds. And I think that's the biggest problem with Twitter. So everyone like likes to likes to do crap like this when in truth like and here here's a bigger point that i've had is the internet has given introverts too much of an excuse <laughs> like before this you wanted to make friends you had to go out there you you need to have audacity no matter what you gotta you gotta be able to go out and just be like hey you know always oh, twitter is just like 
mag-click follow or friends now. Oh look, they followed me back. Oh, that's so cool. Guys, I'm friends with a 10k artist. <laughs> yeah, like when I see, hey, a promo is looking for more mutuals, I'm like, uh, I think I'm too tired to handle this anymore. Yeah, no. And that's, again, like, it's just like, please, this, this all boils down to one thing, please learn to talk like normal people. Learn normal human interaction. The internet is no substitute for, for crap like this. Please make, make some boundaries, then, especially since I'm... Like, just have real-life friends, and then you'll suddenly realize how weird, like, how weird what most people think is normal on the internet is, like... like I, feel, I feel spoiled because most of my old uh, internet friends came from the era where we were limited to specific forums. We already had a shared interest, so we chatted there and got along just fine. But outside here, like... Forums become less prominent. People are shuttled away in Discord servers that you have to join, which is fine and all, but Discord isn't really a proper forum place. You, you can't. Dude, I, we, we can stop. we can do a whole episode about that. Like I've about internet community stuff. Oh yeah, uh, I've seen the comments about FGC stuff because we used to have wikis and now everything's like Discord servers. Now I've seen that grouse before. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. So yeah, no. I find the best Twitter interaction is the Randall like publicly replying to you because you, you have to have your balls up for that one. Like you have to open yourself to to the possibility that someone's gonna do that to you. And I think for a lot of people like quote RTs for cowards. <laughs> because the only people who are gonna see a quote RT are the people who follow you and therefore already agree with you. But if you public reply, anyone who clicks on that tweet is gonna see that reply and be like, I can jump in here. <laughs> it's gonna be like Monster Hunter Rise when f***ing Valstrikes arrives, just like a random ambush. It's like, are you ready to be, a ra to be random ambushed? I didn't think so. So yeah, no, that's like, I, I don't know. It's just too, like... But it boils down to please learn normal social interaction. You can talk about like the shifting social paradigm of the internet and all. Please learn to be a normal human being. That's, that's all I ask for. Don't make me have to see another person roleplay being at PewDiePie's wedding. <laughs> and uh, you, like VTubers, you know. You oh, don't, yeah. don't go searching where they live and all that stuff. That's, oh, not, yeah, yeah, yeah. that's not normal. Hello? Yeah, like, hey, guess what? Being a creep is the last way to score a date with someone. <laughs> like, trying to blackmail them with where they live is, like, terrible, terrible stuff. Oh, boy. But yeah, that's, um... I don't know, this is a short episode, mostly just ranting about, about this crap. And maybe a bit on the heavier side? I don't know. Oh no, we haven't even gone to the Okay, so yeah, let's, let's go full heavy on this. You want, you want examples of why I... I'm not trying to be like a wet blanket here. Ooh, you talk, I talk about like Minecraft YouTuber fans like the children. Because you guys are. Um, <laughs> no, because uh, again... There's a reason why I named Drop Roosty specifically as a fandom that I was involved in like early on. Because again, like the that whole appeal was just a bunch of dudes like chilling out with you. They had like the Ryan case, which is where one of the members of Achievement Hunter was like creeping on fans, like pressuring them into stuff and cheating on his wife. 
Ah, yes, every damn time. Yeah, and so you know we have to bring that up because you know of course, if you're like 16 or whatever, and you know the guy who is marketed as the hot one in Achievement Hunter like asks you to hang out, like you know, I'm not saying you should. I'm just saying that I can understand the sort of thinking that makes you think, well, why would I say no to that? So that is 100% on him for being like you know, for being for being creep, but also like, hey, don't. Don't think like that about YouTubers, please. That makes things a lot easier as well. Like, don't don't idolize your your heroes, man. Yeah, yeah. Real realize that every human, every person has the potential to be a crappy human being, especially in that case. But yeah, that's that's basically it for us. I do. We should do that that social community thing one of these days, because yeah. I do. I do have words about Discord. <laughs> Listen, I just hate. I just. I do not like Discord servers. It's like being in a room where everyone talks at the same volume. You can't make anything up. My Discord is permanently set to busy, because otherwise I would have to be drowned in like eighty people's attempts at making at comedy. <laughs> I mean, I mute uh, public servers and all this stuff. So yeah. Exactly. Like. If your chat program is muted 90% of the time, it's probably a crap chat program. <laughs> hey, but yeah. So that's it for this episode of The Brave Room. What, what did we learn this week? We, don't be weird, man. Don't be weird. Go go out and make some real friends. Touch some grass. I, okay, I, well, well, one more thing. One more thing about that. Like, I know someone's going to listen to this, but I have so... Get over it. Like I know, I know it's difficult for some people. Like it's difficult for a lot of people, but you have to try because social media is not designed for you to. Like it's not designed with your interests at heart. Like fuck it, Twitter doesn't even show things in chronological order anymore. So <laughs> it's super not designed. Like just go out and learn some normal social skills. Yeah, social media is all about algorithm, Chan. Like as we struggle with every single goddamn day. So yeah, those those two like just go get vaccinated and you can go touch some grass. <laughs> just just try talking to people. That's all. That's all I ask. Anyways, this has been another episode of the Brave Room. That, like again, don't forget to leave a comment saying thank you, Ben, for getting the episode out. <laughs> <laughs> See ya. See ya.